0: Radio Influence. Hey everybody, welcome to the Forking Around Town podcast. I am solo today, but I am here to talk all about tacos. So first of all, Tampa Bay Taco Week is running now through April 30th. This is an annual event that I absolutely love, and I have to say, probably after pizza, tacos are my second favorite. And before I get into more of the specifics of Tampa Bay Taco Week, I want to give you guys a little bit of background on me and just my love of tacos and how it all came to be. So if you don't know, I was born and raised in the San Francisco Bay Area. Um, I was actually born in Walnut Creek, which is if you're familiar with that area, it's East Bay, very close to Oakland. And then I moved to San Jose when I was two years old. And you know a lot of things have changed out in that area since, gosh, I'm going on 20, 20 years now in Tampa in May is my 20 year anniversary, I can't believe it. But the few times I have been back, um, things are, are definitely changing and evolving out there. So I'm definitely overdue for a visit. But one of the things I most remember about, you know, growing up in California is the abundance of authentic Mexican food. And from a very young age, I fell in love with just the flavors and just the authenticity of the taquerias that are just in abundance in the Bay Area. So when I was 16 and in high school, I started studying Spanish. My teacher was from Spain and... We actually, I went to a Catholic private school, all girls, and our classes were all very accelerated. A lot of people struggle with Spanish, but for some reason, it just clicked with me. Maybe it's my Italian background. I don't know. I I truly believe that a lot of us are just born with certain things that come easy to us. And for me, it was definitely foreign languages. So I fell in love with learning the Spanish language at a very young age. And one of the keys to my success, because like I have to say you guys, I literally had an A plus every single quarter, every semester, every grading period, because I truly loved the Spanish language. It became my passion. So when I was 16 years old, I started working at a place called Fresh Choice, which if you've heard of maybe Sweet Tomatoes, which is like a salad bar buffet, that's exactly what that was. And a lot of the people that worked in the kitchen were, you know, from Mexico and, you know, Central and South America. And I was obsessed with learning Spanish. So I talked to everybody. If you think I talk a lot now, I mean, I've always been that way. So I was just this girl that was like a sponge. And I would ask questions, I would bring my homework in, and I truly had like 20 or 30 of the best teachers during that time. And I became friends with a woman by the name of of Bianca. And she was from Sinaloa, Mexico, and she actually invited me to go down with her family to Mexico one year. So we went down there, and I'm telling you guys, I was in an area where you would not find one single tourist. And I got to really explore, just eat, breathe, live the culture of Mexico. I went to a cockfight, which was um, just before a bullfight. We sat in this arena that was just, I mean, hundreds, if not thousands of years old. I think I was 18 at the time. I was drinking a tecate out of a can that had, you know, like chili and salt around the rim with a lime. I got to try Mexican street corn from a vendor. I mean, guys, this was like 1994, so this was a long time ago, just wrapped in bacon and smothered with all the good cheese and herbs that they used. And I I fell in love with paletas, which are those Mexican fruit popsicles that are just, you know, some have kind of like an ice cream texture, some are made of pure fruit. They are just amazing. So I really had a head start and I learned so much I fell in love with Mexico and I always actually wanted to move there and as a result my Spanish was fluent and the job that I had when I started there I was literally a hostess I lasted about three months and before I knew it within a year I was a a shift supervisor it doesn't sound like much but when you're 16 years old in high school it's kind of a big deal by the time I was a senior in high school they made me a corporate trainer I was traveling all up and down california i spent time in a lot of the cities around san francisco i even went up to washington state to help open a new place and i also had the opportunity to work and help um doing some things in the corporate office i had another gentleman who his name was carlos him and i worked together we literally translated all the recipes for the kitchen into spanish so needless to say my parents would joke and they would always say You were born in Mexico. You weren't born in California. And it just, it was just something that I fell in love with. So when I first moved to Tampa, I struggled a little bit because I didn't know where to go. I didn't know where to find the authentic places to get those tacos that I just was so used to eating back in California. And I found a couple places. And ever since then, I love taking field trips outside of Tampa, going into places like Ruskin why mama there are certain places outside of orlando i just it's one of my favorite things to do sometimes i drag my kids along and we take a field trip to go out there and find the most authentic places that we can so now with tampa bay taco week in full swing this annual event features taco and drink specials at participating locations for 10 days so not only Is it a great opportunity to get out there and try tacos at some of Taco Bay's finest places? But it's also a great opportunity to check out places that you've never been to before. There are places in Tampa, St. Pete, Gulfport, Dunedin, I mean, you name it. So if you head over to TampaBayTacoWeek.com, you can see a list of all participating locations. I am an official Taco Week ambassador, so I will be visiting a lot of these places. I'll be doing lots of video and reels, all kinds of live stuff, and just showcasing my taco adventures throughout Tampa Bay. So I have a lot of notes. I'm just going to kind of read down some of the places and see if any of them pique your interest. So, um, and one thing you can do is if you go to their website, again, TampaBayTacoWeek.com, you can click on each participating restaurant for a full description of what they will be serving. So we have Restaurant 2, 211 Lounge, which happens to be inside the Hilton in downtown Tampa, American Social, ATO, Boys Waterfront Grill, Cont- or, I'm sorry, Central Cantina, which is in Ebor, Cider Press, which is an outstanding vegan cafe, I've been there um, when I was doing a vegan experiment a couple years ago, they had great food, so I'm anxious to go back, Coconut Charlie's Beach Bar, which is a place I've never been to, so I will be sure to visit them this time around. Of course, DATS, which they always do a fantastic job in participating with anything that is creative loafing. Gaito Tacaria, I absolutely love them. I have not yet been to their place, but I have tried many of their dishes at different events, such as the Tampa Bay Tailgate Fest. Giggle Waters, which is an awesome place. I actually was judging a burger event this past weekend, and they were the winners. So congratulations again to Giggle Waters. Golden Dino's, which is in Gulfport, Florida. That's another place I will definitely be visiting. Um, Independent, Jake's Colso Cantina. Jimmy's Tacos, I tried them last year for the first time. Jotoro in Channelside. That's another one that I am anxious to go and try their food. I have also sampled them at different events, and they do a fantastic job. Los Chapos Tacos in Ibor. I had some of the best tacos I've had in Tampa last year at Los Chapos. Miguel's which now Miguel's funny story guys I've only been there one time since I lived in Tampa I took my mother there with my kids for her birthday back in 2017 so I'm anxious to go back and then of course Miguelitos which is their smaller taqueria which features all kinds of different tequila as well red mesa cantina sea dog brewing company shuffle which is in the heights surf shack taco bus taco dirty the patio VIP, which is another fantastic place. I've actually never been to VIP. I've been to Ricky T's, which is next door, and I've heard so much about VIP, so I can't wait to go and check them out. Whiskey Joe's, and then Zuku, which is a, they feature sushi, burrito, and different types of bowls, and they always do a really fun sushi taco. I've even had their sushi pizza before. So this is an annual event, you guys. I encourage you to definitely check it out. Creative Loafing does, such a great job bringing a lot of attention to a lot of these restaurants that we are so blessed to have in Tampa Bay. And I just, I'm excited. Um, Of course, knowing me, I've ordered all kinds of t-shirts from Amazon just to get ready for my taco adventures. Like this one is actually from last year, but it's something I firmly believe in. Tacos before vatos. That has clearly been my way of thinking. So it's tacos before dudes or guys or whatever you want to call it. But going back to just kind of my background growing up in California so a really funny story I wanted to share this with you guys so on this one trip to Mexico and I have to say I think I actually had the privilege of going there five or six different times I have to think this was all before Instagram so I couldn't really like document anything I still have pictures that were developed back in the day I mean yes I'm old but one of the things that was really incredible, and I can't believe that this happened to me, but I have to share this with you guys because you would never believe it, especially this in this post nine eleven world that we live in. So, on one of the trips that I was in Mexico with um, with my friend Bianca, and we had actually gone. Um, Sinaloa is a state in Mexico, so we were staying in. Um, Oh, gosh, Los Mochis was the town where she lived in. And like I said, you would not really find very many tourists. But we traveled around and we went to Mazatlan. And I was having a fantastic time the entire time I was there. I think we were there for about seven or eight days. The night before we were set to leave to fly back home, I got really sick. And I still don't know where it came from. They always say don't drink the water and all that stuff. But I started feeling sick the night before. The next morning when we got up to head to the airport, my fever was just skyrocketing. And it was one of the worst illnesses I've ever experienced. In fact, after we were actually seated on the plane, they were very concerned. They they didn't want to fly me home. They thought they had to take me off the plane and get me to a hospital. I begged and pleaded, I just want to get home. I need my family. And so they placed me in first class. So I had this whole entire row to myself. They brought me blankets. They were bringing me tea. I mean, the flight attendants were outstanding. Well, I started to feel better. And what was really sweet, and this is just showing you how long ago this was and how things have changed, the pilots were checking on me. And I remember one of the pilots came out. He actually was, like, touching my forehead. He was very fatherly-like. When I finally was feeling better, because they were giving me all kinds of like fruit and juice and things like that, they let me come into the cockpit. And I got to sit right between the two pilots as we flew over Tijuana, going in like going over San Diego and Los Angeles. And it was such a great experience. I mean, I can still see it in my head today. Just looking. Um, It was at night and just looking at all those lights And I swear, for at least a good 30, 40 minutes, I felt better than I had the entire flight. It was a magical moment, and I'll never forget it as long as I live. I feel very blessed to have gone through that. It was just, it was so exciting to be in the cockpit. I'm sure a lot of you have done something like that, but for me, it was a big deal. When I got back home, my mom immediately took me the next day to my pediatrician, because I was still going to him, even at like 19 years old. And yeah, that... That sickness actually got worse. I lost like 20 pounds in two weeks. And I was pale as a ghost. I and mean, you think I'm pale now. I was really pale. It was pretty scary. But I ended up being just fine. And I wouldn't trade it for the world. It was such a great experience um, that time in Mexico. I've also been to Guadalajara. Um, I've gone to, of course, Tijuana. And down to Rosarito Beach and a lot of things like that. But Mexico is has always been a very just a fun place for me it's very vibrant the culture the people everyone are are just amazing and I I miss I really miss living in California because I really felt a connection with with their culture and always felt it was part of me so Tampa Bay Taco Week is exciting I'm going to be out looking for some places that truly remind me of my favorite authentic types of tacos I hope you guys will definitely check them out So be sure to follow me on Instagram at Tracy Forks Around Town. I'll be showcasing everything. And if you want to learn more, like I said, go to TampaBayTacoWeek.com. Also check out Creative Loafing Tampa Bay. They're always updating with all kinds of events. Um, They do these specific food weeks throughout the year. They do change them up from time to time. I know Restaurant Week is coming up. They do Burger Week. They used to do Pizza Week, which I'm hoping they'll bring back this year. Fingers crossed because, you know, I am the pizza queen of Tampa, if not Florida. So anyways, guys, be sure to check it out. Have a great weekend. I hope to connect with you on Instagram. And don't forget, a new episode comes out every Friday on RadioInfluence.com or wherever else you like to download and listen to your favorite podcast. Have a delicious weekend, everyone.